Are you ready for it, Aaron? I am. Oh, welcome in. Pick Silly Podcast, season like three, I think it is. Do you know three, twelve, eighty-seven? <laughs> we don't know what, what season it is. Uh, regardless, I'm really excited for this season. I don't know about you, but I am freaking pumped. Oh, yeah, man. We're walking into season three of Pick Silly Podcast. Uh, giving a fan's perspective of Razorback Sports with two cousins who just like to have some fun, say some jokes, and cry when the Razorbacks lose. Yeah, and look, we're not analysts. So if you're looking for that, you have found the wrong podcast. What you have found is two Arkansans who bleed Razorback Red. Mm. Uh, we have probably the worst takes that you can come up with. Um, sure. But – I mean, if you want analysts, you can go and Google some people on YouTube and you'll find analysts. But uh, what you're going to get out of this podcast is genuine feelings about the Arkansas Razorbacks from a fan's perspective, like you said. So, yeah, emotions. Emotions are a good thing. Yes. Uh, Which, speaking (laughs) of that, we're going to talk about that later. Uh, By the way, if you don't know much about Aaron and I, I guess this is a good opportunity to introduce ourselves. We'll take probably five minutes or so. Uh, do you want to go first or me? Uh, I can go first. It's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm uh, Aaron Moyer. I am a disability services manager for a nonprofit organization here in the state of Arkansas. And I love helping people. And uh, I like uh, helping people understand their emotions and process things um, and also helping them um, just go further in their life and and so I will talk them up and affirm them until they hit their goals in life. Uh, and that's what I do. That's what I get paid to do. And I also love the Razorbacks. So uh, we lo- I love doing this with Cody because I got to talk about the Razorbacks. And, yeah, we just get to have fun. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Let's remember this thing's all about fun. We're not getting paid to do this. We're not sponsored by anybody unless you want to sponsor us, then we'll we'll take that on and we'll figure out the legal stuff later. But uh and the taxes and all that. Uh but I mean, you know, uh, we're just here for fun. And we had yep. to take a little eight week break or whatever it was, just to cleanse the mind, take a little break. There wasn't really much going on. It was a great opportunity to do so. Uh so a little bit about me. Uh, my name's Cody Sims. I'm a civil engineer uh, in Fayetteville. And uh, yeah, I love helping people too. I think that everybody has the opportunity to change the world. Um, and everybody is given specific gifts to change the world. Uh, it's just up to you whether you take advantage of that gift or not. So uh, enough of the sappy stuff. Mm. Um, all right. Pick silly question of the day. I came up with one. I didn't know if you had one or not in your no, mind. No, that's good. Okay. I like it. Uh, pick silly question of the day. Uh, we always do sort of a question of the day whenever we do these episodes and then we get into the nitty gritty of uh, sports, hog sports. So here's what the question is. If you could or could have been in any movie, what would it be? Oh, man. That's a tough one. It's a tough um, one. I know. Yeah. How so many avenues would, you can take here? You know, I would really enjoy being in top gun oh okay i i you know i i wouldn't necessarily like to fly a plane but i would love to be in the back seat Mm -hmm. while someone else is flying me and you know they're doing all these stunts and just having the opportunity to be in that like my my acting career would be really short (laughs) they'd be like why are all these 
you know, thick guys around this one <laughs> bigger fellow. What's he doing down here? Like, why is he in this movie? You know, because they have that scene where uh, Miles Teller is just shaking and he got an eight oh, pack yeah. and he's on the Melissa beach. had her eyes glued on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, for me, it would be like they would be confused. It's like I see ocean right behind him, but I see waves coming from his stomach. <laughs> so they wouldn't have been enjoying the film as much if I was the main star. But uh, you're going with Top Gun. I'm going to go with Top Gun. So let me ask you this. Would you shave everything but your mustache? to be in that movie listen after i saw the maverick film which is the second film of the original <laughs> good top one. gun it was pretty good i actually pulled that off for a minute you did Brittany <laughs> liked it. Yeah. i and, forgot about uh, that yeah but then i realized I, I look awkward with that and i love my facial hair to grow back but uh you know it, it would be top gun there's some other films but i just i just think it'd be really fun to sit in the back of a plane what about you yeah, talk to, uh, talk to Tom Cruise and stuff. So, mm-hmm. man, if it was up to me, it would have to be a movie with uh, The Rock or um, uh, Kevin Hart. Those two mm-hmm. are hilarious together. So I got to go Jumanji right. on this one. Jumanji yeah. is my answer. Yeah, it's a good one. So, be chased by some animals right I'd on just, an ostrich. I'd just be there for the comedy <laughs> more than anything. I, I right. love funny people. And, man, it, those two guys are hilarious together. I'm I'm pretty sure Nick Jonas is in that film too. So oh, you'd have to do some mute. I'm just saying you could sing together. You know, <laughs> Cody, you've never you've never shown <laughs> this portion of you where you are just showing and expressing the music tone of Neverland. You know? Okay. Yeah. How about this? Yeah. If the Hogs beat Alabama, mm. I will sing a song of your choice. Uh, oh, done. Ten seconds. Ten seconds done. worth. The week after. Oh, I like it. I like it. All right. The Hogs beat Alabama. I think they will this year. Uh, We'll get into that, uh, I guess, in the next couple weeks. So moving on to some football here. Uh, What game are you most excited for this year? Uh, You can take it and run with it. You can say, you know, the closest game of the year, the most excited. I mean, run off with it. So I have a couple of answers to this. Um, the, the game I'm looking most forward to is that Alabama game, especially if Arkansas starts off 4-0. Yeah. Um, I, I, Alabama coming to Fayetteville, and this is the first season where I'm like, okay, I, I really think we can compete. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think uh, we are uh, – we, we have as much talent and depth, but I think that we compete, and I think we have an opportunity, you know, four out of ten times to beat Alabama. Um, yeah. And so I, I like our chances in Fayetteville this year. Um, the game that I would be excited for as a fan is traveling, traveling over to Promo uh, over in Utah, Salt Lake City. Yeah. And when Arkansas plays by BYU, I just think traveling over there and seeing the views and experiencing uh, Utah and the national, you know, national forest and the national landmarks that are out there. And the Mormons. Um, Hey, listen, listen, we love <laughs> I'm kidding, it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, no. I love it out there. Um, we love our Mormon friends. Oh, it's, yeah. We're, yeah. We, it's just, um, we're, it, it would just be a beautiful area. Um, and just taking the opportunity to get out there and uh, experience the culture. So, so, okay. So, follow up question here. What do you think is um, going to be the most difficult game? Would you say that's the same answer? It would be Alabama. Yeah. Um, I think 
And well, and, and listen here, I mean, Ole Miss is, you know, that's not one that someone's going to pick. Right. But anytime Arkansas plays Ole Miss, Ole Miss plays Arkansas, it's a close game. I was it's an exciting game. Yeah. I mean, you, you go back, you do the all the way back to the fourth and 25, or we even go further back to the seven overtime games. Was that against Ole Miss. 2014, 2015? I think so. Yeah. The, the Henry Heave. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, there, there's always been close games between Ole Miss and Arkansas. Um, Lane Kiffin's a good coach or he's a good offensive minded coach. Right. And, and I just think that that is a fun game to always watch. Yeah. Um, I never look at Ole Miss as an automatic W. Yeah. So I I agree. Um, So to piggyback off your point, if we go four and O going into Alabama, I agree with you. I think that's going to be the game of the week. We're going to have, you know, college football game day, we're going to have SEC Nation. I mean, it's going to be a huge deal. We're going to have two undefeated SEC teams battling it out to see who's going to end up being 5-0. and uh, sure. and you're, you're basically halfway through the season at that point. You know, you're talking right. top 10 if you beat mm-hmm. Alabama easy. You know, if you're 4-0, right. if you're 4-0, let's say we end up – I don't even know if I'm close. I got a new microphone, so I'm trying to figure out if I'm close or not. But um, if we beat – Let's see, Cincinnati, I think we go up to about 17, 18 in the rankings. And then we go into A&M, who's ranked sixth right now before any games are played. I think a and going to be loaded. Uh, I think they're yeah. going to be good, and they're going to be 3-0 and before we play them. Um, they're going to be 4 or 5, somewhere in there, whenever we play them. If we beat A&M, I think we're talking a top 15 matchup against Alabama. Well, I, I believe I would that even... wholeheartedly. I think it'll even be top five matchup. I think Arkansas is a top five team if they go undefeated into Alabama because okay. that's the matchup. That's the matchup that ESPN would want to throw out there. CBS oh, yeah. want to look yeah. at those numbers. One versus five because if Alabama is undefeated, they are going to be number one. And it's, so it's going to be one versus five, you know, coming to Fayetteville, KJ Jefferson, Bryce Young, Will Anderson, Bunnerpool. And they're going to, they're going to look at that and they're going to be like, man, that is, that is money. Right. Um, I, I would I would even say that that might even be the highest uh, viewed game of the season in that situation. You're giving and me so, chills, Aaron. I don't I know. know if you can see this. You're you're giving me chills. I, I mean, it, and it's in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and you know you could probably compare it to the the game back in uh, 2010 when Ryan Mallett was oh, here yeah, in Alabama yeah, yeah. came into town. Yeah. And opening the game, they did a wheel pass to Ronnie Wingo, and it was absolutely nuts there at the University of Arkansas, and Alabama's coming to Arkansas. So, uh, For, Forgive I, me here. I think we lost by, like, two for that game. Yeah, we, we couldn't that. run the football that season, unfortunately, and that's okay. We ended up, ended up going to the Sugar Bowl, um, and it might even have been – nope, it was 10. And so we ended yeah. up in the Sugar Bowl uh, playing Ohio State. And so that is – you know, that is the type of game that it could be. Now you've got an amazing don't don't overlook South Carolina in week two. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. that's an up and coming program over there in South Carolina. Yeah. And don't overlook Bobby Petrino with his Missouri State Bears team coming into Fayetteville. Yeah. Because even though they're in CAA, uh, what is the FCA? Uh, the subdivision FCS. Um that is still a former coach of the University of Arkansas. He's gonna want to make Arkansas pay for firing them. So, yeah, you know, you, you go one game at a time. You beat Cincinnati, then South Carolina, then Missouri State, then A&M. 
then we'll get to Alabama. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that we're getting a little bit ahead, but we can always fantasize. Um, right. So, okay, so let's say, let's say we beat Cincinnati, we beat South Carolina, we beat Missouri State, we lose to A&M, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say we go into Alabama 3-1, and one, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, I don't know, I'd say probably around 15 or so in the rankings. Um, we play Alabama, we play them well, uh, before that game, if we are three and one, I mean, obviously Alabama is really exciting, but man, I'm looking at that Mississippi State game, or sorry, Mississippi game, Ole Miss, uh, mm-hmm. later down, later in the year, because that's ultimately, I mean, I I would beg to differ that the last five games of the year are probably the most important. I mean, th- those right. last four games, five games, are going to be the determining factor on if you sure. get a bowl game or not. Especially sure. if you don't start out, you know, undefeated. So yeah, uh, yeah. O- Ole Miss is my backup. If if Alabama, if we do not get, start out good, which I think we're going to have a lot of rust when it comes to Cincinnati, uh, Ole Miss is going to be my game that I look forward to. Yeah, no, and you'll and you'll know what this team is by the second half against Cincinnati. Yeah, um, and there can always be um, a, a better, you know, improvement. But if you don't have it, it, if Arkansas is down by two touchdowns in the second half, Cincinnati, we also need to remember Cincinnati was in the playoff last year, even though they have a lot of turnover. Yeah. Um, you, you know, the potential going forward is, you know, what, if our expectations were 10 wins, we'll, we'll need to slow down the expectations. Um, yeah. You know, and, and there have been a lot of people saying we're going to blow Cincinnati out. Truthfully, I don't think so. No, Cincinnati I don't think is so. way that that is a that is a great coach and Luke Fickle. Yeah, that is a talented team that does have some returning players from the playoff team last year, and you and you will have um, some talent starting this year. Yeah, again, I, I was going to bring that up. Uh, excuse me, they've battled uh, QB battles. They have had mm-hmm. a QB battle for what seems like months now. Uh, mm-hmm. Coming into this game, they've got Evan Prater and Ben Bryant. Evan Prater is going to be the hometown hero. He was born in Cincinnati or his hometown Cincinnati. Uh, and then you've got this Ben Bryant guy. He's a redshirt senior. Uh, and I personally, I think he's going to get the job. Uh, he's mm-hmm. got more experience than this Evan Prater guy. Uh, he's a redshirt senior. I mean, he's got all the experience necessary to take this team uh, to where it needs to be. However, he does not have experience in the Cincinnati system as a starting QB. Uh, their last QB, I believe, started four years. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking four years of being a backup. Um, right. And I don't even know if this guy, you know, I, I haven't looked in the background, but I think this guy was the backup for that entire time. Right. So, um, I mean, if he if he got mentored the correct way, he will be set up very well. Uh, mm-hmm. If I remember right, that starting QB was pretty good last year. That- it was no that offense. That offense was deadly. Yeah. Um, and uh, what we need to understand is is that Cincinnati they had the spread. They're they're very similar to Ohio State and how they run their offense. If yeah. you ever watch yeah, Ohio yeah. State, good Ohio comparison. State, I'm pretty sure that they ran. They had averaged like 49 points a game last year, and and it's a tremendous offense. And you have a big quarterback similar to KJ, but a little more mobility. And, uh, you know, they, they move around, they, they get their receivers, the ball, they allow them to make plays. Uh, 
Um, even though there, there's a lot of turnover there, do not go into the Cincinnati game thinking that it's going to be a run through because, yeah. you know, the, this team, Luke Fickle, he's a great coach. And honestly, if any team offered any team offer or if there is a need for a power five coach, he is the number one choice every time. Right. Right. And so, uh, you know, we, you really cannot overlook the Cincinnati team. Um, yeah, and, and you brought up the spread offense. The, these quarterbacks are not known to be dual threats. However, they have the ability to. I mean, mm-hmm. they're 6'3", 200 pounds, 6'4", 190, whatever it is. They have the ability to run for five, six, seven, eight yards. Uh, right. Easy, scrambling. I mean, we're, we're talking dangerous territory here. I have no idea right. what K.J. Jefferson is, but he's heavier than 200, I guess. Right. I right. mean, we're talking I, – I, if I were to guess, I'd say KJ is probably 250 right now. Uh, right. And he can sling it and run it. So right. these and guys he's going to plow you over. Oh, you absolutely. <laughs> yeah, He's absolutely. a big boy. And so, no, this offense, you know, this offense is going to be set up, and the defense is going to be similar to something that Arkansas ran last year. Um, Arkansas brought three, dropped eight a lot of time. They would sometimes bring their linebackers up. Um, this team – they might change. Um, however, I think that they're going to make KJ D- dink and dump. Is that what we call it? As yeah, we, I, yeah, yeah, you get. Yeah, <laughs> We're, they're gonna they're gonna try to do uh, everything they can to to get up the field, um, and they're gonna try to stop everything in front of them. They're not gonna get oh, yeah, any yeah. passes deep, and so uh, it's important to understand that this team is. Going to have to be patient. Uh, I think if they run the football well, they're going to be okay. They just don't need to turn the ball over. And then um, stick to that run game. If they do not average four yards of carry, I think they're in trouble. Yeah, oh, uh, I agree. Uh, yeah. I agree. You know, so that is, that's that got to be the goal, four yards of carry um, against this, this Cincinnati defense. And when they start bringing uh, extra guys and loading the box – get the ball out of their hands, get it to our receivers, you know, do what you got to do. All right. Uh, Moving on to Arkansas's depth chart. Let's take a look here. Um, I don't know if you have it pulled up, but I'll read it here. Uh, KJ Jefferson and Malik is signed up as a quarterback. Uh, That's pretty interesting because I remember a conversation that we had about him moving over to wide receiver, maybe running some wildcat. And Um, I think it's going to be a flex thing. I think think he's going to – I think they're going to want to keep him safe. I think it's going to be situational. I wouldn't be surprised if they do two, one or two plays with, with Malik out there at running back or do a end around type of thing. Right. Um, but he's too dynamic not to get him the ball. Um, and I'm excited to see KJ out there. They're, you know, KJ is the leader of this team and, um, you know, it's going to be nice to have Malik as the backup because right. he knows the offense. Yeah. I, I tell you what, when KJ leaves, uh, I'm pretty excited for Malik. Uh, I remember he entered the portal for what seemed like maybe a day or two, and then uh, Coach persuaded him to come back. I guess. Uh, and so, man, he he's he's set. He's and set. that's bigger th- that's bigger than any recruit that he could have gotten. Because oh, absolutely. Out, yes. Outside of Malik, you had you know you had a couple of guys that transferred over, but Malik knows the offense. Right. He is your safety net. If something happens to KJ now, the expectations may not be that 10 win season that some people have said, but 
it, it would be one of those things where you're not having to reteach the offense to someone. Yep. Um, but no, it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, and, and we've got a good starter and a good backup. All right. So moving on through the depth chart, looks like we're, uh, we're still doing good on time. Uh, Raheem Sanders, AJ Green. Uh, I think that's going to be exciting to watch. Trey Knox sure. at tight end. Uh, I remember that was a move that we discussed before the end of the last season. Uh, mm-hmm. as far as basketball goes and man I'm pretty excited he's put on the weight he's put on the pounds and he is ready to go he looks huge out there yeah he's one that a lot of people are saying is going to be the breakout player of the year and I wouldn't be surprised the kid has hands he's a great route runner he's his, perfect his, for tight end perfect. oh yeah he his top speed isn't blow you away top speed but at tight end when you're matched up against a linebacker you don't need it no 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 and he's going to be he's going to be a great target catcher over in on in the red zone big body Mm -hmm. uh very agile he has that Mm -hmm. wide receiver agility i guess is the word that i'm looking for Mm -hmm. uh he's ready man i'm really excited to watch him uh take off i'm just for sure so all right wide receiver before i start uh, going crazy on Trey Knox here. Uh, Warren Thompson, uh, and then we I guess we have three wide receivers here. Jaden Hazelwood, uh, Isaiah Satania is actually third string. That's interesting to me. Uh, I figured he would be starting or at least back up uh, on week. Well, one. it's really it's really hard as a as a freshman to come in and start. And we may mm-hmm. see a Satania. Yeah, we might see Satania out there. Um, however, I really do think that the the starters that they have, Jaden Hazelwood, Matt Landers, Warren Thompson, these are experienced players. Uh, they may have not been in the system for four years. Um, you know, what's crazy is that as long as Warren Thompson here, our next uh, highest time-wise receiver is uh, Keetron Jackson Jr. Yeah, absolutely. He's a sophomore as well. Absolutely. So the wide receiver class that's here, like the the most we've had is two seasons because Matt Landers, he's he's a six year senior, um, but he he transferred here from Toledo, uh, former Georgia wide receiver. But it's it's one of those things. It's like, you know, if they learn the system, it could be good. If they do it quickly, they can be good. Jaden Hazelwood, former number one receiver in the nation uh, out of high school. Yeah. So if he hits expectation, he could be good. So um, it really does depend on. Uh, how these receivers look, um, getting passes, and how they they coordinate and team up with KJ. All right, so moving on, uh, left tackle Luke Jones. Don't know much about him. I think he played a little bit last year. Uh, Brady Latham, uh, he played a little bit last year. What I am also excited for is center and right tackle Ricky Stromberg. Uh, he's back this year, and, man, he's our offensive line is going to be really good this year. I think that – uh, Pittman's got us where he needs to be. Bo Limmer, uh, Dalton Wagner at right tackle, and then we have Tykees Crawford backing him up. I'm safe at right tackle regardless of if Wagner gets hurt. I have mm-hmm. full confidence that Crawford's going to take off. I, I really For sure. For sure, and this offensive line has been compared to that 2014 offensive line yeah. who was yeah, yeah. on Hogs Illustrated. They were the ones that were put as the star players. They just put the whole offensive line. And this offensive line is is stacked. Um, it could legitimately be the best offensive line in the SEC, if not the second best. You think but so? It's, 
Oh yeah, this is a very talented offensive line. They're big. They've been brought up by uh, by Coach Pittman, um, Brad Johnson, of course, and brought him up. Dalton Wagner um, at right tackle. He's a big, big boy. Um, you know, you're going to have him out there protecting the right side. Luke Jones was a transfer from Notre Dame, a former kid from Arkansas, decided to come back home. And, uh, you know, when you get that talent up there, we already know what Bo Limmer and Brady Latham and Ricky Stromberg bring. With these guys on the line, they're mean. They're, they're, they want to get your, their hands on the defense. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what you want. Um, these guys are not going to be scared to run bulldog some guys on the offensive line or on the defensive line. Um, when they're running the football and they're going to be better in pass protection. So uh, just be prepared with, with the leadership of this team or this line to do something. And I, 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 I'd, I'd entertain the idea that the offensive line might be the most important part of sec football. For sure. You can't do anything in the sec without a good offensive line. And, man, do we have a good one this year. We have experience. We have talent. We have size. What more can you ask for, you know? Uh, Okay, so moving forward to defense, we lost quite a bit uh, to the transfer portal and or the draft and or free agency. Uh, Jashad Stewart, uh, Eric Gregory, Isaiah Nichols, Zach Williams. I remember when he was recruited by, uh, uh, you know, a name that we won't mention here. Uh, bumper pool. I'm excited for him. I think that he's going to have a lot of good plays. Drew Sanders. Uh, a lot of people have him as the breakout player for defense. Uh, do you have anything to butt in here? Yeah, on the first, and we just talked about the first, you know, seven that are up front. Um, the defensive line is where a lot of question marks are. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, you know, it, one thing about Coach Pittman defense. They may not get pressure when it comes to looking at sacks, but they're going to hold the line during the run. Right. Um, the the defense with Barry Odom is set up for the linebackers to react and attack in the same way with the free safeties. When they're out there, they're going to react and attack to uh, what the offensive the offense is running. And so um, I'm excited for Isaiah Nichols. He is a strong, strong man. Uh, Jashad Stewart and Eric Gregory showed um, times where they could get to the quarterback. Um, Zach Williams, same thing. It's just what is the consistency? Um, you know, that's one where we don't have much to to look at. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And so uh, it'll be exciting. Uh, I I think that Barry Odom is going to have them set up to do it well. I know he wants to run a little more for four man up front a little more than the three-man front. Um, and as long as uh, our linebackers are good, which I think they are with Bumper Pool and Drew Sanders, um, I think that front seven will be okay. Yeah, and uh, here's the thing with Barry Odom. I have no reason to doubt him. Mm-hmm. I have no reason to doubt how our defense is looking right now. I mean, we don't have experience. We may not have – you know, the biggest size, I think that Zach Williams might be, or Eric Gregory even, might be the best defensive lineman that we have right now. Uh, Bumper pool, Drew Sanders, like you said, I think we're set at linebacker. I think those guys are going to be the engineers behind the uh, behind the defense. 
ultimately. Uh, and then we got Ladarius Bishop uh, and Hudson Clark. I'm excited to see what Clark does here. Uh, I know that last year he has breakout game against Ole Miss. Is that right? Well, the the year before last the year before, he yeah, had, yeah, yeah, where he had three picks. Um, and he's a former walk on. He has a uh, he's got the uh, Drew Morgan story. Yeah, not Drew Morgan. Is that right? That's uh, that's yeah. right, Morgan uh, brother. Drew Morgan. Yeah. yeah. Or no, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, Grant Morgan. Grant Morgan. Yes, yes, yes. Grant Morgan. Yeah. He has he has the Grant Morgan former walk on. Um, you know he he has impressed. He earned a scholarship. He is he has been stated by Coach Pittman to be the best cornerback, or maybe not the best, but the most consistent cornerback. Um, and so, you know, you, you can trust them out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. okay. So let's move on here and, Miles, and real quick. Go ahead. Oh, you're, you're about to expand on it. But yeah. I was just going to say Miles Slusher, Jalen Catalan, Simeon Blair. I mean, those guys are set. <laughs> we yeah. have no reason to doubt. Them. Yeah. J- Slusher <laughs> stepped in when Catalan got injured last year. He's a very talented, talented, uh, corner safety. Um, and that nickel spot acts more as a middle linebacker, really. Um, but uh, Jalen is the leader of that defense with bumper pool, and I'm excited to see them uh, out there doing their thing. Yeah. Uh, we got Cam Little at kicker. I'm excited to see him. And then we got kickoff Jake Bates or Cam Little. Uh, Reed Meyer mm-hmm. or Max Fletcher is punter. Uh, and then the rest is good to go. Kick return, A.J. Green uh, or – uh, and then punt return is Bryce Stevens. So, uh, pretty stout lineup. I'm pretty excited. Uh, let me go back to our Google Docs. You got anything to add? No, I'm just excited for this team. Uh, well, that's a good lineup starting out. I guarantee it'll be different here in four weeks. But for now, you know, we can we can uh, imagine and dream and hope for the best results. Yeah. All right. So let's talk odds. It looks like we have about eight minutes left on this uh, Zoom call here. Let's talk odds. ESPN has us favored by six and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. Under over is 52. What you got? What are you thinking? 52. I'm trying to do that math in my head. That's 24. <laughs> I'm trying to do it real fast. So 24 and 28. Um, I think that is such a hard number. Yeah, uh, I agree. that's yeah, that's a hard number to look at because I could see like a thirty-five to seventeen game, um, and that would be that, and that's actually my score prediction. So I'm actually going to go with you're going thirty-five seventeen. Yeah, put it in lock. So, yeah, so that's fifty-three points. So I'll go with the over. Okay, I like that one. Um, I'm going to go. 28. No, that puts it that puts it right at fifty two. So yeah. it breaks even with the with that I've, number. But I've had a couple drinks, so I can't do math <laughs> right now. Uh, I'm trying to think here. What's a realistic twenty four? Why do I have twenty eight in my head? Twenty eight divided by seven. Yeah, twenty eight. So twenty eight, twenty five. No, twenty eight, twenty four. Okay, twenty eight, twenty four. Uh, I had to think about that. 28-24 in favor of the Hogs. That's what I've got. Okay. That, that was a lot of math on the spot, dude. I did not prepare for that. I think 28-24 sure. is an accurate uh, prediction for this game. I'm pretty excited. For sure. Um, Who do you think the star player is going to be? Who do you think is going to show out for the Cincinnati game? 
Uh, I got to go with KJ. I mean, he's going to, he's got <laughs> oh, something yeah. to prove. He's got something to prove. Yeah. Um, it, it'll either be him or Raheem Sanders. I mean, um, because the offensive line is going to, I mean, I think that they are going to get the yards on the ground. Um, I think KJ is going to have some stuff to prove by running the ball. I think he throws for 200 yards, runs for a hundred. And so it'll be, I think that's the lineup. Okay. You think he's a Heisman candidate this year? Before the games have even started, before you've seen him, do you think he's a Heisman candidate? If he throws for 2,500 yards and, or more and runs for 1,000, I think he is. He's got to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has to be. If you yeah. run those stats, regardless of like – I mean, I guess if you have a couple or, you know, a few picks, but regardless of what else you have, I mean, that's that's pretty stout little resume right there mm, for, right. for a Heisman candidate. Okay. Uh, well, I agree with you. Um, I think that he he is a Heisman candidate. Heisman candidate if he shows up. Yeah. It also depends on. It also depends on the Hogs' record. I think they got to hit ten wins if he's going to be a candidate. Fair, good point. Great point, actually. If we get okay, so season predictions right here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I've got nine. Same record as last year. I'm going nine and four. Ooh, that's a good with one. A, with a bowl game victory. Okay. I'm going how many games? There's 12 in the regular season, right? Right. Dude. I'm going 10 and three. 10 and three? I'm going 10 and three, and I think uh, KJ gets a running for the Heisman. I don't think he wins it. Uh, I think Bryce Young, he's still around, right? He's Bryce Young and Will Anderson. I yeah. mean, those I both Bryce, those guys. I think Bryce Young is going to get it this year. But, yeah. Anyways, hey, uh, if this is your first time listening to us, I just want to say thank you for listening to us. Don't shut this off yet uh, because if you want to send in your questions or comments, anything you want to add, I mean, if you want to ask us a question that we want to, you know, that you want to put on the podcast, we would be happy to answer it on the podcast. You can email that to us uh, at pigsillypodcast at gmail.com. I know that's a little bit out of your way. So we also have a Twitter and a Facebook and a website. Uh, so the Twitter is going to be Pixily Podcast. Facebook is also Pixily Podcast. And the website is pixelystudios.com. Uh, also, I'm thinking about throwing in this is kind of last minute. I didn't tell Aaron about this. So we're about to get a live reaction. What do you think about a post game analysis on the blog? We'll see what we can get done, man. That think, sounds like fun. I, I think, think if we have in- the availability, we can do it. For sure. I think we're going to go to the game on Saturday. So, our, me and my child. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> clarification real quick, Aaron. <laughs> Clarify your child here. Uh, we are hosting a foreign exchange student and uh, our child, Adipat. It's going to, he is from Thailand and he's living with us for the school year. Um, he is going to high school while he's here. And he knows uh, what and, cap means, by the way. If anybody walks up to him and says, dude, you're capping, he will know what you mean. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. He threw but, me <laughs> off when he told me that. Like, what I the was, heck? <laughs> no, but he's a he's a great kid. Um, he's trying out for track and field right now. Um, and we'll, we're excited to, to, to uh, cheer for him when that season comes around. And so – but he wants to go to Arkansas events. He wants to be like Nick Smith Jr. Yeah, He's excited because Nick Smith Jr. is going to be a draft pick uh, next year. So, um, but all the things. Um, but yes, we're hoping to go to the game. 
Well, man, I I enjoy doing this podcast with you. Uh, I'm glad this was a good idea. I'm glad uh, you or your wife or somebody brought this up because I enjoy this. Uh, oh, for so, sure, man. Without getting choked up here. Um, man, I think that's going to do it for this first one. First that's one right. out of the way. Uh, we're going to have another one next week, next Friday. Uh, we, we bring out episodes every Friday. So, uh, man, I'm excited for this year. Yeah. Please like, share, and subscribe. Um, and then come watch us play softball, the pig sillies. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to, to the, in. <laughs> had to slide in a little, uh, you know, shout out to the pig silly softball Jeez. team. <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all later. Thank you for listening. See ya.